welcome to Author Visits, the podcast where writing is for everyone and writers can be all kinds of ways. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm a teacher, a writer, and a reader. Each week, I interview a kidlit creator you love. You've heard writing tips from your teacher, but how do real-life authors do things in their everyday writing lives? Writers, I am so excited today to welcome Pat Zietlow-Miller to the podcast. Pat is the author of, I think, 11 picture books and counting. Uh, Pat, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your books? Sure. I'm Pat Zietlow-Miller. I live in Madison, Wisconsin, and I write picture books for kids and adults. And I have 11 books that are out right now, and I've got nine more that are coming out in the next several years. Awesome. That is great news for us. Wonderful. And listeners, one picture book that you might have heard your teacher read to you as you start off the school year is Be Kind. That is one of Pat's many books. Now, Pat, one of the things that um, kids and teachers are thinking a lot about at this time of year is how do you come up with ideas for your writing? Can you talk to us a little bit about how you come up with ideas for your books? Sure. I get ideas from two main ways. One is I listen when other people talk. I'll be in the grocery line waiting to check out and the people in front of me will be talking or the people in one aisle over will be talking. And I love to listen to what people say. And I've gotten so many ideas for stories from listening to little tiny bits of a conversation and going, I could use that. Like one time I was leaving work and I work for a really big company when I'm not writing books. And so I don't know everybody at the company. And there were two guys in front of me And they were talking about how they had went for a walk at lunch and they had seen a whole bunch of birds. And one guy said, dude, it was like a Robin rendezvous. And I walked all the way to my my car going, I can write a book about a Robin rendezvous. And by the time I got to my car, I had like the first three lines. And so you can get great ideas just from listening to other people. Um, The other way I get my ideas is I ask myself a question. And the question is, what if something will happen? And I'll say, well, what if this happened or what if that happened? What if my best friend dyed their hair purple? What if I came home and there was an alligator in my bathtub? What if aliens landed in front of the school? What might happen? And you can get great ideas for stories if you ask yourself that question. Awesome. Those sound like two strategies we can definitely try out too. Now, were either of those a part of your process for Be Kind or was it different for that book? Be Kind was really, really different. You know how sometimes your teacher gives you an assignment in school and says, write about this? Well, in this case, one of my editors, which is kind of like a teacher because they look at my work and try to make it better. One of my editors said, I want to write a book about kindness. Would you write a book called Be Kind? So the editor gave me the title for this book and that's all she gave me. And so I sat down and started thinking about kindness and how I could tell a story about it. So that was a different way of getting an idea. It was sort of given to me. Now, when you're using those strategies of listening and questioning and you're starting to get ideas... How do you capture them or keep track of them? Well, I almost always carry a notebook with me where I can jot things down before I forget them. Um, Because you think you'll remember and then you get home and life happens and suddenly you have totally forgotten. So I have little scraps of paper because I don't, if I don't have a notebook, I write on whatever is handy. So I have scraps of paper around my kitchen with little ideas written on them. Um, And usually for me, it's just a couple words that are enough to get me going and writing the story. So as long as I scroll down those couple words and keep it somewhere, 
that's usually enough to remind me of what I was trying to do. I'm thinking that sometimes writing might feel hard or tricky. Does that ever happen to you? Well, it does because sometimes you get an idea and it seems like really bright and shiny and then you start working on it and you can't make it as bright and shiny as it seems in your head. You put the words on the piece of paper or into the computer when you type and it's just not as cool as it was in your head and that can be really frustrating. Um, But I found if you just keep working at it and like, you know, take a walk, go do something else, come back to it, let it sit for a couple days, eventually you can make it as bright and shiny as you wanted it to be. It just you have to give it some time. It's not instant. And that can be depressing sometimes. Do you have any books that felt depressing at one time and then later came to be something that gives you a different feeling? Well, there's one I haven't sold yet. I'm working on it now. I wrote it and then I shared it with some of my writer friends for feedback, which I almost always do because they give me good ideas. And they gave me some ideas and I started revising. And the next day I went, I have made this so much worse. It's just not good. And I spent all this time on it. And so I almost like deleted the whole thing. And then I thought, no, I'm just going to like, you know, so I didn't look at it for a couple of days. I thought about the story. Like a lot of times when I'm taking a shower or I'm blow drying my hair, you know, you're, that's when like I get insights for things. And so then I came back to it and I looked at it and I worked on it some more. And now I think it's pretty bright and shiny. It hasn't sold yet, but I think it's getting close to the point where I'll start sending it out to editors. So, um, I almost gave up, but then I I kept going. So you mentioned that you talk to your writer friends as part of your process. Can you tell us either a little bit more about that or other ways that you learn from other writers uh, in your process? Yeah, I have have several writers that I'm friends with, and we give each other stories. We'll write a story and say, hey, I wrote this. What do you think? Um, And then we give each other feedback. Like We'll say, oh, this part was really funny, and I like this a lot. But then we'll also say... I'm not sure what you meant there. This wasn't clear, um, you know, and, and it's, it's neat because when I get feedback, when someone says that wasn't clear or I didn't quite get what you were doing, it doesn't hurt my feelings because I want to write the best story and the people reading my story want me to write the best story. Um, and so I never like take it personally. Um, and then I just go in and I try to say, okay, how could I make the part that they mentioned even better? Um, and the other ways that I get ideas from other writers is by reading books by other people. A lot of my stories I'll read a book and I'll go, that was awesome. I wonder if I could do something that's even half that good. And then I'll sit down with the goal of writing something, you know, that's as good as this book that I loved. You know, and it always comes, turns out being a totally different book. But so many of my books that are out there now, I wrote because I wanted to try to be as good as a different book. Can you give some examples of maybe types of things you notice that sparkle inside somebody else's book that then you want to try out in your own writing? Yeah, usually it's how they use words. I love words. I love the way they sound. I love the way they look on the page. And so usually it's the way they've arranged the words and the way that that arrangement of words makes me feel. Um, Like I read All the World by Liz Garten Scanlon, which is a beautiful, gorgeous picture book. And just the way it's, it's almost like a poem. It's a picture book, but it's like a poem. It doesn't rhyme, but it's a beautiful poem. And I thought, I wonder if I could write something that's that beautiful. And that led to wherever you go. And, it, and I don't think wherever go, you go is as beautiful as all the world, um, but it wouldn't have existed if I hadn't tried. And it's a very different book, but it was just that goal of, could I write something that was like a poem and that was beautiful, you know, um, inspired by all the world. So one way that I'm ending each of these craft talk conversations is with a little bit of a speed round. Are you up for trying that out? Absolutely. Okay. I have three questions. First question, can you name three 
different feelings that you experience while you're writing? Hope, frustration, and satisfaction, usually in that order. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting to think about it like an order. Yeah. And I'm noticing that not all three are positive. So no. <laughs> writing doesn't always feel good. No, usually it does because I do like to write. But but there are definitely moments of frustration where you think you've got it, but you don't. And you know deep down you don't. And you've got to try harder. Or, or you think you've got it and an editor says not quite yet. And you've got to go back and dig in some more. And does does kind of banking those moments of satisfaction for your past projects help you believe that it's worth it to push through when it feels frustrating? Oh, totally. I mean, sometimes I even go back and I'll, I'll like, you know, reread some of my books to go, you know, I can do this. I have done this before. <laughs> I can do it again. Heck yes. I love it. Okay. Next question. Okay. Do you have a regular writing spot? And if so, where is it? Right where I am now. I'm in, in my kitchen which might seem like a weird spot to write, but it's right in the middle of my house. I'm at the island in my kitchen. My refrigerator is that way. My sink is, is to my left. I can see the stove. <laughs> you know, I just sit here um, and it works, you know. I love it. And so if you usually write in your kitchen, what are some of the other places other than your writing spot where you find yourself thinking about your writing? Okay, I do have a book room in my house. I have always wanted a book room and I have one now. And it's full of books and it has a big comfy chair and a blanket. It doesn't have a desk. It's not big enough for a desk, but I'll go sit in the comfy chair surrounded by all my books. Um, and that's where sometimes like I'll, I'll take a pad of paper and a pencil and I will make notes or I'll read or I'll just think. But I love my book room. Wonderful. Before we go, Pat, do you want to tell the listeners about any recent or upcoming books you have coming out? Yeah, I have a book coming out next year that's actually the sequel to Be Kind. Um, oh, wow. Be strong. And it takes Tanisha, the girl that spilled the grape juice all over her dress in Be Kind, because, you know, that book captures kind of a bummer day for Tanisha. She had a bad day. And so in the next book, she has a really good day. And I feel good about that. And she and her family talking about all the different ways that you can be strong. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> Wonderful. And can you also tell the kids and their grownups where they can find you online if they want to learn more about you and your work? Sure. I've got a website. It's www patzietlowmiller.com. I'm also on Twitter almost all the time, like too much probably. And that's at Pat, capital Z Miller. Um, those are probably the two best places to find me online. Wonderful. And listeners, I will put links to those places and also to all the books that we talked about in our conversation today in the show notes for this episode. So you can feel free to find them there. Pat, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Happy writing. To support the show, please subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and share the show on social media, especially taking a screenshot and sharing on your Instagram stories. Then tag me so I can see it. You can connect with me, Chrissy Wright, on Instagram and Twitter at Chrissy M. Wright and follow the podcast on Instagram at Author Visits Pod. I can't wait to learn with you and happy writing.